Hi, this is Ryan from Inside Out Hyperbarics, and today I'm on the radio to say thank you to all of our clients who have allowed us to be part of their healing journeys. From helping those suffering from traumatic brain injury and chronic pain disorders, to those with symptoms of autoimmune or the lingering effects of COVID-19 long haulers. It's been an honor you put faith in us to help you through some of your toughest times. So to give back, we will be running monthly specials to celebrate our upcoming six-year anniversary. To find these specials, check us out on the web at InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Inside Out Hyperbarics, bringing out the best in you. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm 85 years old and I really wanted to get something to help supplement my diet because I have lost quite a bit of weight and don't eat properly sometimes. So I ordered Balance of Nature and I love it. In just a short time that I've used this, it's made a big difference. I have a lot more energy and I feel so much better. I was feeling so dragged out and tired, but now since I'm taking Balance of Nature, it's like I've got a new lease on life and I'd like to go out with a bang, you know, doing what I enjoy the most. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature right now. Call 1-800-246-8751. As a special holiday offer, get $25 off plus free fiber and spice with your first preferred order of fruits and veggies. This offer can end at any time. Call or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. My pillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to mypillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard my pillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. What a fantastic sale. Use the code word Kate. It helps the show. You can get up to 90% off right now. Take advantage of it. Stock up for Christmas. So many deals that Mike is doing, and it also helps expose election fraud. Thanks, you guys. Use the code word Kate. Lord, give us enough caffeine to change the things we can and handfuls of sedatives to understand the mind of a liberal. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Hi. <laughs> that was an interesting clip. Um, so, uh, yes, um, we're going to start the show right now and apologize for that clip. I There was some background music that was not good. So, welcome to the show. Hi, Uncle Milty. Hello. How are you? Well, <laughs> no, I just um, realized me. that. What's that? Well, Roomba, that clip goes on to say that Roomba um, is uh, taking photos. The little Roomba machine that runs around your house and vacuums. They take photos. Uh, I know. Hope it got a good shot of my cojones. (laughs) (laughs) So there was that. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's 
and that and that it's 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 out there. There, they pictures can actually be uploaded, and really? uh, yeah, and and it took a picture of a woman in a bathroom, and the picture was uploaded. That's to yeah. answer so. the age-old question when <laughs> right. two men meet. Yeah, how's it hanging, brother? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry for the first several minutes of the show today. Um, so, uh, you know, you know when when Sanyo came out and talked about TVs and and we're going to be talking about AI today. That's why we're bringing it up. And I really apologize for that first clip. Um, when they started revealing that, oh yeah, the refrigerator can hear you. The the little systems in your home can hear you. The everything you're implementing in your home and and all the smart technology picks up what is being said. And a lot of people, a didn't believe it, and b said, well, um, they said, well, that is something that is. Um, they're, they don't care what's being said in my house because we're boring here and we don't really say anything. So why would they want to know? Why would they care? Why why is this a thing? Right? It doesn't matter. And I thought to myself, why are we not more concerned with this revelation? Sanyo came out and said it. It's not, this isn't a theory. They admitted it. And I thought to myself, why, why are we not more concerned? Why do we minimize it in a way of saying, well, I'm boring. So what does it matter? What does it truly matter? Right. And I thought that's not (laughs) as Americans, I can't believe we're not more upset about that. I can't believe we're not more interested in that. And so I want to talk about that today. And I want to share a a clip from Jordan Peterson. That's really good. That talks about his actual interaction with AI and where it's at, what they're showing us right now of where it's at. Okay. And because they're always ahead um, more so than they say. And my sources, the people I talk to are always in agreement on that. They're always, you know, 30, 40 years ahead, 50 years ahead, 20 years ahead. And we only get told the, 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 the smaller items, right. That, that they can do. So Jordan Peterson had kind of this interface with that. And I, I do want to talk about that. I do want to talk about that. And I want to share that with you guys. Um, because it's fascinating and scary. When I say scary, I mean, dangerous. Not scary like fear porn. I'm talking very dangerous because I don't think we realize the final, where, where it's really finally going, okay? The other thing is, uh, is we were just talking about fentanyl and the border. And there's been a lot of press about the border and Title 42 and the Supreme Court. Comments about this. You know, before we I've, go into I've been following this really close. Mm-hmm. Der- Derek Maltz, mm-hmm. who was a DEA agent for 28 years. Right. Right now, his mm-hmm. entire life yeah. is devoted to right. creating mm-hmm. a fentanyl crisis. Yeah. They keep telling us there's enough fentanyl in the country to kill the population of the United States 10 times over. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. The fact is that last year... Only 107,000 people died of drug overdose, and they weren't all fentanyl. There's cocaine, there's Mm -hmm. heroin, there's Mm -hmm. a... There's a lot. There's a lot. Methamphetamine. But what is the real story behind the fentanyl headlines? It's a distraction, and here's how you know it's a distraction. Their estimate is that last year, 25,000 additional deaths from fentanyl happened. Mm -hmm. Okay. At the same time, 2.76 million illegals entered the United States. That's a bigger story than 25,000 deaths from a drug overdose. Right. 
there's a distraction going on here. Yeah. They don't want us to see everything that's going on on the border, the trafficking, the child sex trafficking. They're yeah. smuggling more than just fentanyl. There's lots of smuggling going on. It's I it's agree. a huge huge business mm-hmm. for the Mexican cartels and it's being supported by this distraction about fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. And that's what's going on. Quit letting yourselves be led around by the nose over the fentanyl fentanyl story. When the story is there to distract you from all the real problems that they don't want to talk about coming across the border. And uh, uh, the fact that there's a lot of nefarious people getting those people across that border from all kinds of different countries. Yep. And... um, it, that that is the real story, and you're right about that. It's everything is a distraction. I swear, everything. It's crazy. Um, okay, so I we wanted to bring that up just to add to the level of distractions that we're having to deal with, um, and there's so many of them we could bring up. But um, let's uh, let's go here because I want to talk about this. This is this is strange. This is Jordan Peterson talking about his interaction with AI. Okay, here we go. How many of you clap? How many of you know what chat GPT is? There are things, and everyone in the audience should know this, there are things coming down the pipeline on the artificial intelligence front that are just going to make your hair stand on end within the next year. Because there is so much transformation going on in that domain. And, and that's been the case particularly for the last six months that it's, it's almost unimaginable. I figure a third of the universities will go broke in the next five years. So I'll tell you what chat GPT is just so you know, because you need to know this. And I don't know what sort of technological revolution this is. It's smarter than you. This is a big deal. So this AI system, it's a general language processing model, was released about a week ago, a week and a half ago. And uh, I, I went and interacted with it. You can, it's an AI system, artificial intelligence system. It basically is trained on, well, a massive corpus of, of spoken and or of text. So it's derived its models of the world from the analysis of human speech, essentially. It, it isn't using real world data yet, but that will be happening certainly within the next year. And ChatGPT analyzes a very large corpus of text, and that corpus is growing all the time. Now, it's already sophisticated enough. I went on to it last week and I said, okay, some of you know I've written these books, 12 Rules for Life, and then Beyond Order, 12 More Rules, because, you know, you can't have enough rules. And I asked it, this is what I asked it to do. I said, write me an essay that's a 13th rule for Beyond Order, written in a style that combines the King James Bible with the Tao Te Ching. That's pretty difficult to pull off, you know. Any one of those things is hard. The intersection of all three, that's impossible. Well, it wrote it in about three seconds, four pages long. And it isn't obvious to me, for better or worse, that I would be able to tell that I didn't write it. Right, right. And... Okay, and that's pretty impressive, but the fact that it could do that grammatically perfectly, right, and quite impressive philosophically, I also had it write an essay on the intersection between the Taoist version of ethical morality and the 
ethics that are outlined in the Sermon on the Mount, which it just nailed, got that dead right, brilliant. Again, it took it about three seconds. There was a, a computer engineer who purported to work for Tesla. He asked GPT, chat GPT, said, look, I work for Elon Musk, but I haven't been doing much for the last week, so I need you to write me 10 bullet points about what I probably would have done as a as an engineer at Twitter, what 10 things did I do last week that were productive and valuable? And, oh, if you don't mind, write me the accompanying computer code that goes with each project. And it did that too, three seconds, and the computer code works. Right, and so, okay, so that's, that's already there. So then a university professor did this. He thought, oh, that's interesting. Any student will be able to write any essay on any topic with ChatGPT. And... Uh, Someone gave it an SAT, by the way, and it scored about as well as the average student in a well-functioning public university. So that's how smart it is. So that's basically an IQ test. He said, write me an essay, gave it a topic, wrote the essay. He said, now grade it. He said, if we can automate the students, we should be able to automate the professors too. And so it provided a complete comprehensive analysis of its own essay with grade. It wrote, uh, someone else asked it, write the screenplay and describe the characters for the next $900 million Hollywood blockbuster. It's like, bang, plot, characterizations. Then someone else took the descriptions of the actors and said, generate computer, photorealistic computer images for each actor. And all the AI systems could do that. So I'm going to tell you what's going to happen next. This is going to happen this year. So get ready. Okay, so now we have an AI model that can extract a model of the world from the entire corpus of language. All right, and it's, it's smarter than you. And it's going to be a hell of a lot smarter than you in two years. So you can get ready for that too. But it's not that smart yet because it's just a humanities professor at the moment. It doesn't test its linguistic knowledge against the real world. That's what a scientist does, right? You come up with a theory that's linguistically predicated and then you throw it against the world and see if it sticks. And then the world tells you whether or not your linguistic construction is valid. But the new AI systems will be able to extract out patterns from the world itself, from images and so forth, and then be able to test their linguistic constructions against the world. And so they'll practice just like scientists. And the most advanced models are going to use text and image and action as well because they'll be able to model human action and so and all of that's going to come down the pipes within the next year so hang on to your hats ladies and gentlemen because what did my friend Jonathan Pajot say giants are going to walk the earth once more and we're going to live through that. In Elon Musk, wow. one of the things he's working on, see, he, he thinks that... Yeah, so I, I'll cut it off there I, because that's, that's the crux of the information. But when I come back, I have some more information on this for you. Chat GBT, very interesting. This was um, unveiled in November, so a month ago. And there's, some, there's just some crazy stuff surrounding this. Um, well, and of course, all the headlines are, will it be an end of Google? And I would imagine it's a planned handover <laughs> more than a takeover. I'll be right back. We'll be right back. Kate Daly Show, we're live today. We'll take your calls too. be right back. Talk lines are open now. 
call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Boy, when Sticks put that song out, wasn't that the 80s? I'm not sure. Hmm. I think it was the 80s. Interesting. Sounds like 80s. <laughs> oh, there's just... Talk about predictive programming. Holy cow. Um, welcome to the show, uh, Kate Daly Show. So glad you're tuned in. Thank you for that, because this is an important hour to kind of know what's coming. And this is not doused in fear porn. This is just actually where technology is taking us. And I want to mention first, please get healthy. We need you. We need you healthy. Balanceofnature.com. I know you're probably looking to make some changes in your health. I mean, weight, whatever, but your health. Just change your health. Make sure that's good. Um, Balance of Nature can do that. It can also help cut the sugar cravings, too, as you're trying to exercise and you're trying to get healthy. This is just phenomenal. But go to balanceofnature.com, code word Kate. When you use the code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E, uh, you'll get 35% off and free shipping and a free health coach to speak to if you'd like to. And also um, get the fiber drink because it's really great and it'll help put your system back into balance along with the balance of nature caplets of fruits and veggies, okay? And this is a, this, I can't say enough about this product. It's that good. My kids will not go without it. My kids come for the holidays. Guess what they're asking me for? Can we take home some balance of nature? It makes me laugh because usually kids, they don't care about that kind of stuff. They think they're invincible, right? They think they're going to live forever invincible. We're healthy. We're fine. No, my kids are like, can I have some balance of nature? (laughs) I just think that we can't go without. We're going to be getting low in like February. We need some more. And I mean, I think that's crazy. It's awesome, right? Um, I've never seen my kids react to a product like that. That's why I was kind of stunned to tell you the truth. I love it. Uh, Balanceofnature.com. Okay. Because they feel the difference. They feel the energy. They're not needing the caffeine. And it, it really does wonders. You, were not, you went without caffeine. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I just think it, it just doing so many great things for people. Um, so I want to bring up a couple of things about this chat GBT. Chat, C-H-A-T, GBT. Because this is really important. So Jordan Peterson gave a great kind of synopsis about what it's like to work with this. And how fast it can do things and how smart it it is. Okay. So here's a couple of things about it. Um, This is something that they unveiled the last day of November. It kind of went unnoticed. Some of the questions are, how do you get that? How do you get it? Okay. Chat G, uh, GPT. I'm sorry. Chat GPT, not B. Um. And with that being said, it's worth considering, they said, the potential advantages and disadvantages of using chat GPT, P as in Paul, PT as a search engine compared to other options such as Google. One potential advantage of using this as a search engine is that it's more able to provide more personalized and conversational results. Now, this is interesting because it's the other question was, will chatbot replace Google. And it said, uh, it cannot replace a search engine, at least not for a while. (laughs) 
And we've asked ChatGPT the same question, and here's what it said. No, ChatGPT is not a search engine like Google. But then all it talks about is replacing Google. And then Google acts threatened. There were some articles that surfaced where, where it was trying to you know, diminish it a little bit. And I think it would be a planned, a planned give, not a takeover in any way. Well, it, it can't take over Google until it gathers enough data to. <laughs> yeah, hence the 5G <clears throat> towers yeah. that are so ugly in all of our cities that they <laughs> imposed on us. I also uh, want people to realize, you know, I was watching um, a show and there was a commercial. You know how they have the commercials inside these shows that are put on by Netflix and Prime and so forth. I think this was Prime. And um, there was a Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston commercial having this conversation with her device as if the device knew her it knew what to wake her up with it was really talking to her like a friend she was talking to it like it was an annoying friend and going to the fridge and really just talking to her and then it had another her so two of her and they were supposed they the commercial was supposed to be talking about night and day and so you're supposed to walk away going, oh, it was the night version of Jennifer Aniston, the hungover version and the day version. But it kept showcasing two. And all I kept thinking was cloning. But it was interesting because of this of, of the conversation it was having with her that it knew her so well. It knew her better than she knew herself was the image it was projecting. OK, now this is uh, something that they're they're forecasting it might take over. It, it's forecasting that this is very smart. If you try to go to some of the pages that it represents, you can't find them. Um, it says the pages aren't working yet. There's a CEO named Krisha uh, Gade who is at the helm of some of this stuff. And he's talking about it in ways of this. Um, you know, we just want people to realize, you know, what is responsible AI? What is ethical AI? What does it mean to create transparency in AI by holding companies accountable? And he's saying there's more awareness that's spreading about AI. And, you know, we just we just want to make sure that you know there's a social dilemma here and there's negative effects of AI. And, you know, uh, we're just going to try to make it very ethical. And I'm thinking based on what ethics of whom, what morals, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Based on what is my question. But the other Google questions for this um, were... Um, it was it was talked about in this way. It said we asked chat chat this question and it said this particular answer. And I'm going, why are you not talking to the programmers? Why are you talking about it as if it's already a person or a thing? It's very weird how they're discussing this in public. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking they probably as far as ethics goes, uh -huh. they need to hire somebody like Representative Alex Santos from New York. <laughs> He'll be real good. I for lie, them. but I'm not a liar. <laughs> Let's make that clear. Yeah, that's so true. Um, sad, very sad. But bringing this up, um, this will be very conversational and uh, and very in our face as far as portraying it to be very a lot smarter than us like like Jordan Peterson said things will be done in 3 seconds things that would take us weeks to work on can be done in 3 seconds and sound like us now this is on the heels of watching ai reels of celebrities and presidents sound very much like they're talking to you <laughs> and they're not 
It's the AI guy underneath, and it's really him. And if you look closely enough, there are little tells. You can kind of tell that it's not really Morgan Freeman, or it's not really Obama, or it's not really these people. But it's so weird how they can make it sound like that. And when I look at an era of people that just used plexiglass as the thing to keep them from cooties, and the fact that we think masking and six inches away from somebody, six feet away, is saving the planet, then I think we're a really dumb populace and we're not going to notice the tells and the differences. We're not going to see it. We're going to think these people are actually saying these things. And I don't think we just, I don't think we realize how much is coming this next year. And that's what Jordan Peterson was trying to say. Mm-hmm. He was like, this is this year. This isn't like five years from now or a sci-fi movie. We're talking this kind of stuff now, right now. They just unveiled this November 30th. It's not even a month yet. What's your take on this? We got trouble right here mm-hmm. in River City. That's I know. my take on it. No, I, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. You know, there's been a lot of science fiction mm-hmm. written about this. Yeah. And, you know, that science fiction doesn't look so fictional in many areas. Well, you know, people just will take from this conversation, too. They said Roomba's taking pictures. They're nuts. <laughs> okay. I understand why you would think that. I get it. But the fact is, Roomba actually is taking photos around the house and sending them to a database somewhere. All of our stuff is going to a database somewhere, somehow. And we don't want to face it. We don't want to, we don't want to think about it. We just want it to think that uh, somewhere it's protected under some sort of something and, and it doesn't matter because you, you live a boring life. Sorry, that's not what's going on here. So... In my home, I have a very Mm high-tech humidifier. Okay. Very high-tech. And yesterday, I got invited to download an app that will help run this humidifier. Right. Right, You know, you can set everything. And it asked for permission to use the camera (laughs) in the app. And I'm like, why does a humidifier a need point, to use though. a camera? That's a great point. You know what? That question is popping up a lot now that yes. you say that. And it doesn't even matter what the app no. is. It could be the the kitty videos that you want to watch, and there's an app for it, and it'll say, can we have the can camera? Can we use your camera? Can we use the camera? Can we use the camera? It, every app asks yeah. that now. And the cloud is all CIA run. Okay, so everything goes to the cloud and we pay for it and it's all CIA run. Very interesting. So I'm going to answer yes mm-hmm. and then I'm going to put that humidifier in my bathroom in front of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> You're so bad. Uh, my friend Marlene put up a meme and it was so funny and it said I'm 97.3% feral and will not be um, will not be in, you know integrated back into society anytime soon and that's that's how I feel on this show. Yep. We're 97.3% feral. Listen, um, this was the question. Will chatbot replace Google? Listen to the answer. We asked ChatGBT this question, and here's what it said. No, ChatGBT is not a search engine like Google. Yet, yet, there are all kinds of articles that came out two weeks ago where Google execs warn of reputational risk with ChatGBT and how Google's Jeff Dean, who is bought and sold government, 
um, said the company was much, much more reputational risk in providing wrong information. And so they're trying to look like there's going to be a war going on between ChatGBT and Google. I don't think that's actually what's taking place. I think that's a distraction. I think that what's going to take place is they're readying Google to become this. And then I think they're going to do a handover. And um, because more articles came out saying, will the bombshell open AI, which is what this is, chatbot, be the end of Google, chatbot and chat GBT, same kinds of ideas. Um and where do we go in the future for this? What I see is a lot of people being made very obsolete. There has been a lot of talk about uh, within the next five years, people will lose a lot of things. They won't have their homes. They won't have, and I hate to be a downer because we're going into this new year and I, I hate that. But I think, I think being aware of this is crucial because you can maybe make plans or do something right. But a lot of people won't have what they have today. And will it be because we're made obsolete? It'll be very hard to make a living. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how that shakes out or how that works. Property rights, whatever the case may be, how they harm those. I don't know. The, the only thing, about it. The, the only thing, the powerful, mm-hmm. the elites, the mm-hmm. globalists, whatever we want to call these people, the only thing they need to do is give us enough sustenance to stay alive. No more. Mm-hmm. And that's how it will turn. Oh. We're going to give you a guaranteed income, but it's barely going to feed you. Yeah. So, and we'll control how much you buy, what you buy. Yep. And then we'll go through it and tell you what you're not buying in the right way or doing right. We'll come back. I want to talk about this, but not in a scary way, in more of a preparedness way. Okay. Be right back. Kate Daly. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. MyPillow.com. Please go there and get some great products. Support Mike. He's doing a good job and he's trying. Need your help. And the products are <laughs> to die for. They're so good. Uh, the sheets, the towels, the my pillows. A friend of mine from childhood just said, "I slept so good at your house. What was your pillow?" And I'm like, "It's my pillow." And they just ordered one. I'm serious. I, I get I get told that a lot, and um, I have them in my house, and the guests seem to love them. And uh, I uh, please go do this. It'll, it's a great decision and they are so inexpensive and they're guaranteed for so long and you'll love them. I promise the green label and blue label are made um, also to stop snoring. So if you have a snore in the house, it's a great idea and uh, your uh, guests will love you and you'll love you because you're going to order some for you too. So up to 90, 80, 80, 90% off on almost everything right now. Go to mypillow.com code word Kate, put some new sheets on your bed. You'll feel good. Get some new towels. It's funny how those little things really add up and, uh, you'll love my pillow products. They're just, I, I just, it's like Dana Lash says they were made by the Huns of angels. <laughs> it's, the sheets are that good. They're the Giza sheets, the Giza dream sheets. Oh my gosh. So great. Okay. Um, we're talking about this stuff. If you want to join in this conversation, that's great. You can. 888-673-1450. What are we going to, what are we going to do about this as well? Um, it, it, see, AI, as, 
as they're bringing this forward and they're not advertising that a ton. I was glad Jordan Peterson did a clip on it. But artificial intelligence is poised to eliminate millions of current jobs. And the thought I keep having is this over and over again is we tell people right now, take a stand, right? Um, and if your job involves something where they're preventing you, your liberty, they're making you do something against your will, or you are in a capacity of a job that, that puts out their stuff that's going to harm everyone's liberty, leave the job, take a stand, get bold, do something in 2023. It's going to mean sacrifice and faith. I promise you the blessings are huge when you do that. And so I, it's going to feel like you're jumping off a cliff, but I promise there's so many ways that that kicks in blessings. And my life has been better since I went on my own. It's been great. But let me tell you what's going to, what, what that turns into is first of all, you leave a job that contributes to loss of Liberty. Then the second stage, which we haven't really talked about, but this is why we're doing it now today is then you have to make a concerted effort to not engage in what they're giving us. If a fast food restaurant does the whole thing in automation, don't go. Remove the power of the dollar. Mm -hmm. Don't support it. And if, if, if companies out there, they try to make it sound cool, they market it to us, they tell us this is the, the way of the future, how neat this is. Stop buying every new phone. Stop, we have to kind of, somehow some way and this is like next level because the job is hard too but do we realize that we're enslaving ourselves as we participate and monetize all this and, and spend our money on businesses doing this that it takes away all of our jobs that it, that it gets into a place where someday you turn this on and it's robot kate and it's robot uncle milty not fun right or we're completely erased off the air that's what i'm talking about we're enslaving ourselves right now we don't even see it. No, no, we don't. And, and you know, when you were just saying that about the phones, I remember when phones had a wire going to them and you dialed them. Yeah. And, and it took forever. You didn't <laughs> buy a new style phone that sat there silent most of the time That's every true. other year. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Now we're prompted to buy the newest, latest, and greatest because of why? back doors and everything else. Go ahead. But we call them mm -hmm. phones. Yeah. They are not telephones. You're right. They are computers that have the capability of communication. Yeah. They're not telephones and in the sense of the bell right, telephone. Right, right, right. And data storage. Right. At this point, I would much rather have the ladies listening in on the line. Right? Back yes. from, you know, yeah. 70 years ago than what we Party have. Lines. Than what we have now. Because now it's a data storage, yep. okay, that takes that data and projects it someplace else. What you like, you know, we've talked about the, you know, the ads popping mm -hmm. up that you just talk off the, you know, you don't think if phone's listening and it is. And, and I, I, I think about how many times we're prompted to go and to get these phones. And I do think phones have a system in them where they start to break down a little bit as the new phone pops up. Isn't that interesting? Coincidental. I'm not a coincidence theorist. So of course I'm going to look at that. Like that is not a thing. You are prompted to buy a new phone because I think with all the new technology, you've got new backdoors, you've got new ways to access information and because they keep changing it up and you're got, you're getting a new phone every couple of years. I don't, but they keep changing it up so that you're so confused because you think you've got it nailed and you think you can go into your settings and you think you can turn stuff off and they change it up, change it up, change it up every single time with a new phone. 
even not with a new and phone. Upgrades. How many yeah. times do you get a message that said there's an upgrade for your phone? There's yes. an upgrade. Yes. There's a software and you don't upgrade. Ask there's for a it. firmware upgrade. There's a this. And you're not asking for it. No. No, you're not it asking. It just for happens. It. Yeah. Why do they need to do that? And every time it happens, you have to reset your settings because it sets them back to a default. Right. Right. Your phone doesn't work the same way after yeah. each one of them. You have to well, go that's back what I'm and talking about. They go back and right. they change the default settings that's so that you right. think you're protected and you're not. You but think your location don't isn't being shared. That. Uh-uh. So that's one problem. But we are engaging in a world where of automation. We are we like it. We are moving in that direction. Think about how many companies you call today as opposed to five years ago. We used to get the guy in India you couldn't understand. Now we just get full automated voice. You don't really ever get to talk to somebody unless you choose an option and it takes forever. They want it to take forever. They want you to use the automated system, right? At this point, I would rather not be able to understand the guy from India. That's what I would opt for right now. Because I've had a lot of conversations with people from India, and mm. I can't understand a word they're saying. But I would rather have that than the automated yep. voice. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Well, hey, Kate. Hi. Hi. Good. Go right ahead. Hey, I was just having a similar conversation uh, with a friend of mine who's a chiropractor the other day. And we were discussing how vital it's going to be for people to have a skill or a trade. He was saying that he has many friends who are doctors. Um, where, you know, you live, Kate, and uh-huh. a lot of the, the doctors, like the specialty stuff, uh-huh. is being taken over by AI. Yeah. And so they actually have robots that are doing these intricate eye surgeries and these intricate, you know, uh, body cavity surgeries. Right. So um, we were discussing the importance of, you know, homeopathic uh, knowledge, and, and people need to be making sure that they are being able to take care of themselves um, as much as possible. And of course, you know, when you go to the emergency room or whatever, and you've broken a bone or, mm-hmm. you know, a type of a thing, but right. that if you can keep yourself as healthy as possible or learn how to doctor yourself, right, as yeah. much as possible and use those old, you know, that wisdom from the pioneer days and, and further back right. before everything, you know, went to pharma. But that's, that's right in your hospital right now. They've got robotic surgeons who are doing yeah. these yep. operations, which is a little bit frightening. I completely agree with you. Thank you for that call. I love Yeah, thank you. And it's that's the scary, dangerous part about it. It's not just scary. It's just dangerous because of what it does to us in the future. I'd much rather have a person making that decision. And I agree with her. Hospitals are great for broken bones and stop the bleeding. And I, you know, okay, there's some reasons to have hospitals and doctors, but be very careful who you get. And that's why I always talk about hyperbaric and stuff. Make sure you can do stuff from home. Make sure you have facilities that you can use in your home. And that's far less expensive than what medical is now doing. The other thing that's important medically is that when your body is nutritionally healthy, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it heals fast. Yeah. Like this time when I hurt my ribs, it healed in one third of the time than it did 10 years ago. Right. When I was nutritionally a mess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I'm glad you made that point. Get balance of nature right now. Uh, Medicaid enrollment to hit 100 million, nearly one third of all Americans on the government socialized medicine protocol insurance, where lawyers are now making all the medical decisions now with the NIH. Mm-hmm. 
just wanted to make sure people realize that. Um, well, there has to be a cost-benefit analysis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, I also posted a photo on. Uh, I posted a photo on Facebook on the Kate Daly Show Facebook page, um, and AI produced a picture of God. Just wait till you go see it. Just just go see the photo. Just go see it. Look up Facebook right now, Kate Daly Show, Kate Daly Radio, and look at the photo I posted that AI made of God. It's evil. It's so evil. Anyway, welcome to the show. Go ahead, caller. Hi, Kate. This is Hi. Mike. Hey, Mike. Go right ahead. Hey, um, yeah, it's a picture of their God. Yeah. It's not yeah. a picture of our God. No, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was scary I mean, to see that photo. Yeah. It... It was unnerving. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I, um, I'd like I'd like to weigh in a little bit on the AI, and then I'm going to probably step on some toes if that's okay. Sure, go for it. I like toes being stepped <laughs> on. Go for it. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, um, one thing about well, basically, I think they want to kind of turn us all into batteries because um, I know it sounds crazy. Okay, but remember, there was a very iconic scene in the movie The Matrix. Mm-hmm. where when Neo's coming out of his little pod or whatever, and then they scan and you look, and there's this cavern of just, as far as you can see, of batteries. And these are all human beings uh-huh. that are, remember? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then remember, probably a few years ago, this, this, uh, this, um, uh, this, what is the word? A patent was floating around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 0606. Yes, the Bill Gates special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he was basically using human beings as batteries. Yes, and he was able to say, they, they were able to detect because of what was inside the body. Gee, I wonder how that happened. Maybe a shot, maybe a vaccine. Anyway, something was in the body picking up so they could they could record whether or not that person was at work, even if they were at home or having sex or exercising or eating or they knew every single health problem the person had all from data and then the doctors came out and said in the future medicine looks like uh the fact that we can just do everything from home because we have access to your body (laughs) and i thought is anyone else seeing all this gross yeah i know sickening sickening exactly so um so that's as we as, as we understand it they're trying to basically inject as much metal into us and still have us live as human beings so we're basically cyborgs yeah okay yeah but that's why the slow drip system on some toes. okay so i would ask okay let me throw this question out there if you were to go into wherever the mona lisa is or whatever and you decided well she needs to fix her mouth or da 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 whatever would you do that no I mean, no, no. but yet we, and this is, and, but, but yet when we take pictures and we post them on whatever, we're applying filters Mm -hmm. and we're doing this. And then even more so people are doing cosmetic things to themselves Mm -hmm. that, you know, are basically in my view Mm -hmm. are saying, I don't like the way God made me, especially on the timeline that I'm on. Because we're all getting older. You know, we all want to look 21 again. But I guess my point of all saying all that is, is are you not embracing a little bit of artificial artificiality into your life and into your body? Yeah. Yeah, we are. We absolutely are. You're right. (laughs) No, you're right. We we must think about that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
so let's reject that. I mean, and I'll I'll use an example okay. too. Last is Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. Um, I, okay, put all his all yeah. his not just his he's looks. Eighty something years old. Mm-hmm. He's never had anything done, and I mean it shows. But I mean, but he looks natural and looks, normal. He he looks normal. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Exactly. I, I know you got so other with calls. You. So. Thank you so much. I'm so with you on that, Mike. Thank you. Um, yes, and the Kardashians, the little show ponies for Hollywood, the little mascot there, they want girls to look like them. They don't even want to look like them. They have completely changed everything about their looks. Their family photo looks nothing like 2005. None of them look the same. It's really grotesque. Yeah. You know, when people do that online and they edit photos yes. and use filters and stuff like that, there's another bad thing that happens. What's that? When they do that in communication, uh-huh. it, it it prohibits them from ever meeting anyone. Yes, because, because they don't the look truth like their comes photo. out. Yeah, that's that's sad. Yeah, it's true. Hi, caller. You've got thirty seconds. Go for it. Yeah, I was going to say I've never uh, drank artificial flavored lemonade that's tasted as good as fresh squeezed lemonade. Amen, nope. brother. Amen. So I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not convinced that. You know, the devil or man or anyone could uh, create a, a being that would outdo God's creation. So, like, when I listened to that thing you were talking about yesterday, mm-hmm. and in it you had said that the devil would like to fake the second coming of Christ. Yeah. Well, I think the devil would love to, to fake it and make it happen way sooner so everybody gives up. Yep, when the you're right. Destroys Christianity. We, yes, we I got to go. Call back, call back. I got to go. You made a great point. Yes, yep. it would destroy Christianity. That's why, that's why he would do his replication, I believe. And Ed Griffin, a lot of people agree with me on that point, by the way. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. We'll take your calls. 